What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to the Brown Skin Effect. I'm your host, Mo, and for our first episode of the show, we'll be discussing the issue of colorism and our thoughts on how colorism has played a key part in creating and continuing the slave mentality. Stay tuned after the break. All right, Melanation, welcome back. So before the break, we're heading into a discussion on colorism, so let's get started. Now, the meaning of colorism is simply prejudice or discrimination among people of the same ethnic or racial group against people of a darker skin tone. Now, colorism within the black community has been a serious emotional and psychological battle. I believe that this has opened the door into mental slavery. Why? Because once again, if we go back through time, they separated our ancestors by color, even once we were already separated by color. They told us that if you are of lighter skin tone, you were going to work in the big house, quote unquote. And if you were of darker skin tone, you would surely be put to work in the fields. By this point, our people were already starting to show self-hate because that implied that lighter skin tone was easier on the eyes. This simple move embedded envy, distrust, and insecurities within our people. Today, within the brown and black community, we must understand that even though we are of different shades, we are still one race and ethnic family. We must stand together, arm in arm. Peace is without separation. One love. Before the last break, I told you guys about pieces without separation. Understand this, okay? They separated us. That caused chaos. If we unite, we have peace. All right? We got to come together. I'm tired of being left left alone, you know, left alone and in the dark. I'm tired of having to watch my brothers on the street get harassed by these officers. I'm tired. I'm so tired of having to watch my sisters get beat, raped, robbed, and my brothers have to stand back and watch because they're afraid of going to jail. Man, listen to this. It's okay. It's okay to get locked down for protecting your own. We commend you. Stand up and stop sitting down and watching this happen. I'm tired of talking behind closed doors about situations this serious because we're afraid to stand up. Stand up. You have to stand up. Because if you don't stand up for yourself and for your people, who will? They won't. They have told us time and time and time again, no matter how much they they appreciate our culture right now in 2019, When it comes down to it, they will choose their own. So we must choose ours. It's okay to have friends. That's cool. But we are people of color. We are the original. Without us, there will be no them. How many times? How many times do we have to get tossed around and treated like dirt? How many times do we have to lose our people, lose our sons, our daughters? How many times? How many times before we finally say enough is enough? We must rise. It is who we are. Why do you think they separated us? Why do you think they want to keep us from being awake? Why do you think? Because if we step into our true power, our true self, we will rule this world. All of it. Like I believe, I believe as an opinion, we once did. I believe the whole African diaspora. I believe in it. I believe in the kings, the pharaohs, 
the Hebrews, the Israelites, I believe it all. Even, even apart from all the contradictions, I believe it all. I want to wake everyone up. I want everyone to see this is who we are if we unite, if we stand together. Bloods, crypts, brown, black, light, dark. I, I didn't want I didn't want this show to be about, you know, just just black and white, but I have to understand, as do we all, that it's okay to not please people. Sometimes things need to be said that people don't like. And I know a lot of people aren't going to like this because of the way I speak. But I'm going to keep it real at all times. That's one thing I'm going I'm going to have this show about. It's going it's going to be real. You're going to be able to come here and hear whatever you want. Just like how Donald Trump got in the seat and and all the white people came in and they were saying all this crazy stuff and they were stepping out because he was saying things that they was they they were scared of saying. I'm going to be that for my people. I'm going to be the Moses of my people. I'm going to be to my team what Tom Brady was to the Patriots. <laughs> All right? This is this is it. This is it. It's time to take a stand. Tupac said that he know he couldn't change the world. But he said that he's going to be the person who sparked the one mind that will. I got a fire. I got a fire built within me. And no, and no, don't get this, don't get this twisted. I do not hate white people. I just love my people a hell of a lot more. That's it. That's all. I want to see us succeed. I want to see us on top. I have generations of generations of generations of generations of generations of blood pumping through my veins. Of sorrow. Sadness, hurt, pain, discomfort. I have so much of it running through my veins. From ancestors and ancestors, man. I feel it. That's why I can't give up. It is not within me to give up. It is not within me to be the bottom of the barrel. Greatness is within me. We were torn from that. We didn't, we didn't have a chance to, to see that. But not anymore. Not anymore. 2019 will be the year that things change. This will be the year where we stand up. This will be the year that we unite as one. This will be the year that our people, our people will finally rise again. With that being said, once again, peace is without separation. This is the brown skin effect. Welcome back to the brown skin effect. I know the last episode was a little intense. <laughs> I just had to, that was my breakthrough. You know, that was our breakthrough. I had to get you to see the real me without all this, this structure, you know, and here again, I still don't have structure. I'm talking to you without reading off a comp, off a screen, not reading a script. This is just me talking. This is just me saying, this is how I feel. And I'm willing to answer any questions. 
And if I do not know the answer, I will say, I do not know the answer to that. But I won't leave you hanging. I will stop what I'm doing once this, this episode is over. I'm going to go and look it up, write it down, and come back and answer the question. And then we're going to talk about it. This is the place where we come to to talk about everything that we feel as brown and black people. As a people. This is where we can come and say whatever we want. This podcast is put here for that purpose. The brown skin effect to me was basically, you know, walking in a store and having these eyes, the feeling of these eyes on you, watching your every move because of my skin. Not because of my character, my personality, because no, they don't look at that. That means nothing to them. They see color. (laughs) Peeking something up, looking at it, and feeling like those eyes got a little closer. Putting it down. (laughs) Walking off. You know, having that, that itch to look back because you're thinking those eyes are still watching you. Picking up something a little pricey, a little more valuable than normal. And going to the counter and, and, and preparing to buy it. And they look at you and say, you sure you want this? <laughs> like, I don't have enough money for it because of my skin. That's the brown skin effect to me. One of the many experiences that I believe we all have experienced. We can't let things like that get to us anymore. We have to rise above that. We have to let that rock. Charge it to their game. But once we charge it to the game... We do something about it. We confront them. Something that our people have never done. Confrontation. It's like we are afraid of it. It's like once we get in front of a group of white people, we shiver up. We, we, we go back into a, a shell like a, like a turtle. I don't understand. I don't understand. What are we afraid of? What is it? We shouldn't be afraid of, of, of these people. They, they, don't get me wrong. I would never say that I'm better than anyone. I know better than that. I was raised better than that. But I am better than them. We, 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 we are better than them. We are better than that. These people have so much control over us. It's sickening. I, I remember riding in the car with my brothers one time. All right? And got pulled over. We all got out of the car. And, of course, because we were told to, instructed to, we were asking officers, is there anything wrong? What's going on? Can you tell us why you're pulling us over? I keep thinking about the rights, but I forget that we are black and brown people. We don't have any rights. We're misnomers, <laughs> of course. So 
get up and uh, get out the vehicle. You know, we step over to the side. They check our vehicle. All right. They don't find anything, so they proceed to ask us questions, ask us for our identification. Is there anything on us that we should that we shouldn't have on us? And we should tell them now. Things like that. I watch my brother. Okay, he's not my blood brother, but he's he's close to my heart. And my cousin, I watch them. They are the toughest two men that I know, apart from my oldest blood-related brother, okay? I watch these guys shake out of fear. (laughs) Because they know, they know what officers do to black men. They know what they do to black people in general. I've never seen so much fear in their eyes like I seen that night. They were afraid to talk. They were skipping over their words. They were stirring, slurring their words, stuttering their words. I, I could not believe what I was I was seeing. And and being who I am, I couldn't I couldn't be upset with them. Because it is not their fault that they were they were taught to keep their eyes down, boy. Be careful what you say, boy. Don't move too fast, boy. Don't reach behind your back. Don't reach in your pockets, boy. Don't look me in my eyes, boy. It's it's not their fault. It's not their fault that they were taught that. As this officer began to frisk me, search me, he touched me in places wasn't that, that I wasn't meant to be touched. And I couldn't do anything about it. My brothers couldn't do anything about it. Because once my brother began to take a step in that officer direction, the other officer beat him. I mean, he hit him so fast. I swear, <laughs> you would have thought that it was a ghost. When my cousin tried to help my brother up, the officer hit him too. And instead of my cousin, instead of my cousin just just surrendering, my cousin laid across my, my brother and held on to him and took that beating like a man. Meanwhile, I couldn't do anything because I was being held back. I just had to stand there and watch. Because they wanted to defend me, a black woman, their their family. And all I could think of myself in my head was, Lord, please let this end. All I could scream was, stop, stop, please stop. (laughs) The brown skin effect. It happens to all of us. We have to deal with this for the rest of our life. Because we carry this. 
This is our struggle. We wear it every day. We can't change it. And I don't want to. I love, I love being a woman of color. It gives me a sense of direction, a purpose. It makes me thrive. It is who I am. That melanin runs all through my body, through my veins, and I I appreciate it. But I know others who don't. I know others who hate it. Because of what it's done to them and their family. The pain it has caused. This is why we must stand together. We must hold each other up. They say 50-50 is how a family in a relationship works. That is bull. And I call bullshit all day long. This is why. If one brother falls, if one sister falls, the other must be strong enough to carry his weight and theirs. Her weight and theirs. We must be able to carry each other. Because our brown skin has the effect, has this effect on the people outside of us. You understand? Because they know, they know that the brown and black community if given the chance, will thrive. And we will be unmatchable, indestructible. That's the brown skin effect. That is, that is what it is to me. I want you guys to send voicemails, or pardon me, voice messages uh, and questions. My Instagram is Mo Mafia with an extra A. Okay, I want you guys to send DMs to me about questions um, that you want answered, or anything you just want to just say and add, and I will read through all of them in the next episode. All right, these episodes are kind of short for now. And uh, it will get longer eventually. I'm, this is new to me, guys. I'm, I'm just learning all this. It's, it's very new to me. I'm trying, you know, to, to learn it all. So it's going to be a little all over the place in the beginning. But it will get better. It will get better. But for now, uh, thank you for tuning in. And thank you for, for showing me that you want to wake up. All right? Don't get me wrong. I don't know at all, and I don't pretend to. I don't pretend to. But I know enough. I know enough. That being said, peace, one love. This is The Brown Effect. I am all your hostess. Tune in next Wednesday. All right? Stay up. Stay woke.